in case you missed it on Newsbreak. They did what they could do in terms of where they're coming from in India, mainly South India, and it was the Perukutu. And of course, there was a handful of North Indians who came on the Belvedere as well from Calcutta, and they did what is called the Natch, a light lilting dance. But then in the 30s, in terms of giving Bharatanatyam its rightful place, which Bala Saraswati and Rukmani Arundel fought very hard for, almost the same time, the movie industry came about, you know, the black and white movies. And we had some outstanding dancers performing in those movies like Vajantimala, Padmani, uh, and so forth. And young women in South Africa looked at that and aped it. Precisely 1959, we had the first young woman from South Africa to go to India. Reason being, one, she was interested. She came from a very affluent family, the G.V. Naidu family. And they had the funds to send their daughter over to study Bharatanatyam in its authenticity. And then they she studied and came back. When she came back, she inspired other women, like the Naidu sisters. And of course... Uh, Jay Lakshmi Naidu was also one of them who went and studied. Now, these early women came from affluent families, as I said, and they could fund themselves. Their parents could fund them and take them over. So obviously this was you know, kind of how the journey then started of bringing uh, classical art to South Africa. Once the, and, and, and you, know, you cite two families there, surely there were others. And once they came to South Africa, what did they then do? They started teaching. And they got their first group of women uh, uh, young woman, and we were all able to learn uh, Surya is a product and Smita is a product of Jay Lakshmi School. I'm a product of the Naidu sisters. And uh, uh, Salochana, who went in 1959, the first woman, didn't teach as much because she left for Canada. And where is it now? Because uh, during that time, we see a great uh, sort of push for the likes of uh, stunning South African dancers who have a place for themselves internationally, whether it is Varushka Patto, Sri Manesh Maharaj. Um, these artists, you know, yeah, so many generations yeah. removed have really carved yeah, a niche now, for the, themselves. We've had, we've had two, three generations come up thereafter. There was one group of us in the 70s, were about 12 of us. Smita was the only one who went to Mumbai. The rest of us went to Chennai at different times with different funding. Remember, this was the time of the cultural boycott. Remember, this was the time of the middle of the apartheid system. And we were not allowed to have artists come to this country and teach us, you know, teach us to come on. This, this cultural boycott really stifled us. So, you know, the Indian community was so creative that the communities got together, raised funds, and sent us to India to learn. And that's how quite a few of us returned almost simultaneously, opened schools and taught. When you compare it from that time to now, of course, so many dance schools, so many productions, it all looks so seamless, and there's so many organizations out there taking care of um, the propagation of dance in Indian dance in South Africa. But... How do you assess the struggles of it back then to the way it is now? People see dance today and they just wow at it. But you know, the journey has been a real uphill struggle from the days of the first dances and the, and the groups that went over and it hasn't been easy. And to come back from India, those of us who came back in the 70s and the 80s taught in little garages or 
in the backyard of somebody's house, and those were the first classrooms to teach dance. And we've come from that background. And today we're using outstanding halls and uh, acoustics are so good. And the technology today is so good, you know. So, Tarish, we've had a journey to be very proud of. And we've had a journey to be very exciting in the terms of we didn't have it on a platter. We had no funding in the early days. And our communities must be thanked because they had mega salaries, but with that they were able to establish the dance, the Indian dance in South Africa at the level it is today. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.